0: Save time and money versus going to a shop by picking up an AC Pro recharge kit today. Be a pro with AC Pro.
1: Hey everyone, welcome into another Pipeline Podcast. Jim Callis and Jonathan Mayo are here from MLBpipeline.com, joining myself, Tim McMaster, and this week, Jonathan from the ballpark at PNC Park in uh, Pittsburgh, and an exciting game Astros and Pirates let's start there before we get into uh, some other stuff we'll be covering today how some of the best prospects current top 10 prospect guys in the big leagues are faring we'll also get into some possible promotions for September but let's start in Pittsburgh Jonathan some some good young talent on the field that you got to check out live today
0: yeah we uh, you know we always talk about like the futures game uh, if you're a prospect uh, person is like you're a kid in the candy store kind of thing and it's, Today, it was kind of like that. Uh, you know, I got a chance to catch up with Alex Bregman. I hadn't talked to him you know, in, you know, since the Futures game uh, when he said that he thought maybe he'd get called up in about a week, so he, he wasn't that far off. Uh, caught up with George Springer, who I knew from his prospect days. Joe Musgrove, who started yesterday didn't throw that well, but talked to him uh, a bunch about what he knows he needs to work on. And then uh, over on the Pirates side, I hadn't had a chance to talk to Josh Bell since he got called back up. Uh, so lot of uh, really good prospect talent uh, on hand here today
1: and we'll be catching up and talking about some of these topics a little bit later to go with your article as well uh since we started with that discussion there about young players in the big leagues let's continue it there's currently four guys who are in the top 10 prospects according to mlbpipeline.com that are playing in the big leagues and right now they're all playing well although it didn't all start that way uh Let's start with Bregman. You already mentioned him, Jonathan, number one prospect in the game still. Uh, you mentioned him, so I'm going to go to Jim and let Jim talk about him. How about that? Uh, 27 games he's hitting .230, but, and it's a big but, if you remove the first 10 of those games and just go with the last 17 games for Bregman, 320 average, four homers, eight doubles. He's driven in 14. He's suddenly red hot, and, and Jim, it was a slow start, but now we're seeing the Alex Bregman we thought we would.
2: Yeah, and I think one of the things we said when he got called up was, uh, you know, about how strong his, his mental makeup was, and he you know, even though he was getting thr- you know, this isn't just a call-up, this was a call-up, and, oh, by the way, we're in the middle of a, a playoff push, and, and we need you to help uh, contribute to this, that he was going to be able to handle that, and that he'd be able to handle a 1-for-32 stretch. And, you know, he, 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 well, we didn't say specifically 1-for-32, but that's what it wound up being. You know, he's got a nine-fifteen 15 op since then. He hit three homers last week, another one this week, uh, showing, I think, I mean, since that that uncharacteristic 1-for-32 stretch, he has shown why we considered him the the best prospect in baseball when we revamped the top 100 in midseason. And it's kind of funny. My my oldest son is an Astros fan, and, and I think I told you guys when we were out at the Futures game, he kept asking me, they're not going to trade him for pitching, are they? I think he's still like worried about the the, the trades from last season. And I said, no, they're definitely not trading Alex Bregman. And and when he got off to a slow start, he, he said, you think they'll send him back down? I said, you know, you know, you know we got a little bit of a taste of this when we talked to Alex Bregman in the Futures game. I, I think. Uh, Him going one for 32 in the long run almost might be a good thing because it's just going to really tick him off. And he's going to be annoyed that he's one for 32, and he's going to be even better. So uh, was I surprised he started so poorly? Yes. Am I surprised by what he's done since then? No. I mean, this is just classic Alex Bregman. I mean, he's been, since that rough patch, you know, pretty much as good as any hitter on that team. He's also, I saw a stat the other day that, you know, if you prorate, you know guys to the all equal amount of playing time even though it's a small sample size and he's a little experienced at third base he's been a standout defender at third base you know in, in his short time in the big leagues too I, I think that, ended any talk that that Uleski Guriel might play third and Bregan might bounce around from the outfield I mean I, I think this could be a case where he's at third base for you know the next 10 or 15 years even though I do think he's a capable shortstop so it's uh you know, good to see, uh, you know, but not really surprising. I mean, this is the type of guy we thought he was.
1: Jonathan, the numbers I rattled off for Bregman are a little off because they don't include the game that's going on right now that you're at. Uh, he's got another double today, I guess, one yeah. for four with a run. How has he looked live to you?
0: I couldn't hear you over the uh, PA announcer there, Tim.
1: I, I said, how how uh, How does he look? How has he looked live today for, from your standpoint, seeing yeah, him play? Yeah, uh, I mean,
0: he's he looked very good. uh he's had a couple of plays at third. Um, he's been, you know, he's been coming in early to, 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 work on playing in left field. And he told me before the game that he, uh, he played the outfield, like during summer ball, a little bit in high school, um, Andrew McCutcheon is pinch hitting. That's why we're uh, things got, uh, got very exciting here for, for a moment in terms of crowd noise. But uh, he told me that he pointed to uh, an at-bat he had against the Cardinals where he decided that he needed to be more aggressive, and it was a seven-pitch at-bat, and he swung seven times. And he felt that that was the at-bat that he really started to figure some things out and get comfortable. Uh, And he's been kind of raking ever since.
1: All right, guys, three of the four top ten prospects in the bigs that we're going to talk about are in races, including Bregman. The, the one that isn't is, of course, Dansby Swanson. We talked a lot about it last week, uh, about the call-up and the timing and, and if it was right, but he's off to a good start. Uh, six games heading into action on Wednesday. 292 so far, Jim, a double in RBI. Um, you know, when you, when you watch him at the big league level, you guys talked about he wouldn't be overwhelmed. So far, he hasn't been.
2: No, he and he's another guy who, whose makeup is off the charts. You know, we talked about. I think the consensus was last week that neither Johnson or I thought it made a terrible amount of sense for the, the Braves in the long term to call him up now. Uh, that, that they'd be better off kind of delaying his free agency, maybe calling him up a couple weeks in the next season. But I think the Braves are trying to sell some optimism for the future. And you know, the thing was, you know, he wasn't unlike Bregman, who was who had been promoted to AAA shortly before he was promoted to the big leagues and was just destroying AAA. You know, Swanson, after he got to AA a couple months or a month into the season, had just kind of performed okay. He, and It wasn't like he was coming to the, the big leagues off a hot streak, but yeah, I don't think he's going to be overwhelmed. Obviously, a lot of attention because he's a local you know, product from the Atlanta suburbs. But, uh, you know, one extra base hit in six games, so he's not tearing the cover off the ball. But, you know, definitely holding his own. And, and again, I just don't think that that's a surprise either. You know, as you said, I mean, we, we knew that both these guys were, were not only strong in terms of talent, but strong mentally. And I don't think Dansby Swanson is going to let too much get to him uh, at all in the big leagues.
1: So Bregman the number 1 prospect on MLB pipelines top 100, Swanson number 5 and Andrew Benintendi of the Red Sox number 6. Now Ben Intendi's been up for 20 games now, and I don't think it's any surprise that the Red Sox are 10-2 and over the last 12 heading into Wednesday's action because Ben Intendi, 323 average, he's got a homer, a triple, five doubles, and 10 RBIs. He also brought back a home run in Tampa Bay, one of the best catches you'll see all year, so no coincidence there. And Ben Intendi, Jonathan, just kind of showing off all the tools that we knew he had.
0: Yeah, no, he, he really has. And, uh, you know, it was, it was, a, that was an interesting move. It was an aggressive move, but it was, you know, like with Bregman, uh, the move was really made to help Boston in, in a playoff push. And, you know, Boston is now really in the thick of it and Houston's kind of on the periphery at this point. But, uh, you know, it, it's not a big surprise. I mean, Ben Nintendi, I think since his draft here has kind of continued to show, uh, you know, his ability to to do more than maybe what people expected. Uh, You know, he's continued to hit. You look at him, and you wouldn't think he'd be able to hit for power. He put on one of the best shows in the Futures game. That's for for sure during batting practice. He can do it all, and he's shown he can play all over the outfield if needed. Uh, You know, and and he's added a a degree of uh, of excitement and energy to that team and has been a huge reason why they've they've made that push to the top of the ALEs.
1: Amazing that Bregman, Swanson, Benintendi all drafted just a year ago uh, and now an important part at the major league level. Uh, The other guy, number eight prospect in baseball, Alex Reyes. And, Jim, the Cardinals looking more and more like a playoff team right now, and Reyes has been lights out. Now, he's been in the bullpen. He hasn't made any starts, but five games, he's gone nine and a third innings. He's yet to allow an earned run. He's given up five hits and. Kind of the stat you expect, he has 13 strikeouts in nine and a third innings.
2: Yeah, I mean, he's done exactly what I think we we expected. I mean, both Jonathan and I, a few, you know, previous podcasts have been talking about how we thought it would make a lot of sense to call him up and put him in the bullpen. I mean, he's not a finished product yet. I mean, the, the control and command aren't always there. He's got four walks in, in his nine big league innings. But, man, the, the fastball we saw him hit 100 in his first outing in the big leagues. Uh, you know, the Cardinals have not been afraid to go with rookie closers. In the postseason, you know, I remember Todd Worrell years ago, Trevor Rosenthal. Uh, you know, I don't think it's out of the realm of possibility that if they make the playoffs and he continues to pitch like this, that, that you could see Alex Reyes used as a closer. You know, unlike those other two guys, I think they will wind up using him as a starter going forward. But uh, you know, he, his arm, you know, he, he can. He even though he's still not a finished product yet, he could definitely overpower big league hitters with that fastball, and the curveball is pretty good too.
1: All right, so who's coming next? Because September, just around the corner, guys, about a week away, and obviously that's when the rosters expand. And we're going to see a lot more prospects rise up into the game. Jonathan, you have an article coming out on uh, basically 10, I guess not locks by any means, but 10 big-time prospects that there's a pretty good chance we may see them in September, and certainly you guys would like to see them. So we'll go through that list. Jonathan, you want me to rattle them off, and then you guys can talk about some of them? Yeah, sure, guys. Yeah, see how well we rehearsed this. Uh, all right, the ten guys that Jonathan has. Number two, Yoan Mankata of the Red Sox, Lucas Giolito, who obviously we've seen at number four. Tyler Glasnow, we've seen number nine. Joey Gala, we've seen. Ozzie Albies of the Braves, number 16 prospect, of course, would be joining Dansby Swanson. Then Lewis Brinson, Manuel Margot, Jose De Leon, Josh Hader, and Amir Garrett. Those are the 10 guys you have. Garrett's number 51 on the top 100 list, the other nine all in the top 50. Uh, It's your story, Jonathan. I'll start with you. Who jumps off the page the most as a guy that you really want to see get into the big leagues in September and and be in a tight spot?
0: Well, I mean, in in terms of wish list, it's got to be Moncada, right? I mean, it's uh, kind of no-brainer. And and that is very much a wish list. I'm not sure that the Red Sox are going to call him up He's not on their 40-man roster. Uh, he's only played second base, uh, so it's not like he would see any time in the field. But I would love to see him come up September 1, provide speed uh, off the bench, and that's just a pinch runner. That's really – he could pinch hit probably occasionally too. I mean, he's got good offensive skills. He's hit for average. he gets for power. Uh, another guy they you know called straight from AA, but it worked for – for Benintendi uh, but I think that speed element off the bench in September could be huge he could have a huge impact even in that limited role I think down the stretch
2: well I'm going to disagree with you for a second Jonathan because I think it would be foolish he's one of two guys on your list he doesn't have to be on a 40-man roster I do not like the idea from a team standpoint of promoting the game if you're not going to play him Promoting him and using a 40-man roster spot a couple years—not not just one year, but a couple years—before you'd have to. Although I do think he'll be up in the big leagues next year uh, to just have him pinch run. That said, they have been working him out at third base more. He's played four straight games at third base. So I think it's possible. You know, and, and Hanley Ramirez seems to break down now and again. That you could see him in third, a Travis Shaw at first. If Hanley Ramirez got hurt, uh, you know, I, I think he can make a, a viable contribution. I just would not. I, I'm not for you know. This he's he's fast, but he's not Billy Hamilton fast, where he's just going to steal bases at will. Uh, I would not advocate calling him up if they're only going to use him, you know, in a handful of at bats and pinch run here and there. Yeah, you know, of course. This is a franchise, though, that, that probably got the biggest pinch-running uh, moment in the last 20 years with Dave Roberts. <laughs> Who knows what I'm talking about. But, uh, yeah, seriously. And, and the team that doesn't seem to hesitate. Time, I would not call
0: terms, them up. Yeah, they they don't hesitate to make roster moves, though. I mean, this is not a team that I, I think they care less about that sort of thing than a lot of other organizations.
1: All right, Jim, your turn. You heard the list. Who, uh, who are you intrigued by? Obviously, some of these guys, as I said, we've already seen. So it's not a matter of getting to see them for the first time in the major leagues necessarily, but maybe getting to see them in a pennant race.
2: Yeah, well, I think the guy who, who – and I'm, I'm a little surprised he hasn't been called up already considering how many starting pitchers they've had injured. And they're right in, the, in a fight with the Giants. And the last is De Leon with the Dodgers. Mm-hmm. I mean, this is a guy who, who led the minors in strikeouts per nine innings last year had some minor injuries this year, you know, ankle injury, not anything real serious, uh, you know, the cost in the beginning of this season, but, uh, you know, the Dodgers have gone through, I don't know how many starting pitchers they've used this year, but it's got to be in double digits. I, I'm just surprised they haven't called De Leon up. I mean, he, he's got a swing and miss fastball. He's got a very good changeup. He, he's got a slider, too. Uh, you know, he's pitched uh, pretty well. You know, he had some mild shoulder inflammation at a time earlier this summer when they might have called him up, but he's come back and pitched strong. You know, Triple A, the PCL, which is a hitters league, is hitting 199 against him. He's got 98 strikeouts in 79 innings. I, I think that's a guy who, who shouldn't even wait for September. I, I'm just a little surprised that that guy has not been called up already with with the guys that they've been running out there in their rotation.
1: Now, Jonathan, would you only bring him up to be a starter, or is he a guy that you put in a bullpen?
0: I, I think you could put him in the bullpen. I mean, the stuff would play there. And originally, you know, I uh, think we advocated for him uh, in an Alex Reyes-ish kind of way in terms of, oh, they should bring him up. But they've had so many problems with their starting rotation in terms of injuries. You go now and look on their depth chart, they, they only have three starters listed. <laughs> he's um, better than
2: Bud be, Norris, you know, who's been taking a regular yeah. turn. I mean, I just – yeah. All these other guys, Brett
0: Anderson, who's come back. and I mean, it's like these guys have not been effective. I, his last two starts, he went seven innings each time and struck out ten each time um meanwhile LA's ERA in August is 545 so I I think he could be a real stabilizing force he's the guy on the list who stands out as the why I agree with you Jim as the why are you not up yet
1: yeah absolutely now the interesting thing as we move on here, guys, we mentioned uh, some different guys on the list as I get sidetracked a little bit in my brain. But, Jonathan, it's back to you now and your turn as we go through the list. You guys can keep to picking off one after another. Um, who else for you, Jonathan, do you want to see and, and do you wish the most to see?
0: Um, you know, I think the guy that probably stands up to me next as a sh- maybe should have been called up already is Manuel Margot. Um mostly because he's already on the 40-man roster. He wouldn't need a roster change. Uh, the Padres are uh, are in youth movement mode. Um, you know, I understand that Travis Jankowski has done a nice job, uh, both offensively and defensively in center field. So, you know, fine, bring Margot up and ask him to play a corner or move Jankowski to a corner because he actually has more experience in a, uh, in a corner outfield role. He's done it. He's done it more. But this is a guy who's hit for average. He steals bases, um, covers a lot of ground in center. Um, and it was weird. You know, Jabari Blash got hurt and they didn't call up Margot. They didn't call up Hunter Renfro. Renfro right, Renfro's not on the 40 man. They called up uh, Patrick Keeblehan instead, um, which didn't make a whole lot of sense to me. So I would love to see Margot. I mean, he's, He's a dynamic player. He plays with a ton of energy. You saw him in the Futures game, uh, the catch that he made and running the bases. Um, so I, I think that would be a lot of fun. And, you know, I, I have to think that he's a big part of the future in San Diego, and they should they should get a nice look at him in the final month. All
1: right, Jim, you're up.
0: And I'm, I'm going to second what Johnson said there, too. I,
2: I don't understand it either. That, that's a, That's a good call as to why is he not up already. I mean, Travis Jankowski is what he is. He can run, but he, he has very little power. I mean, he's not an impact guy with the bat. Find out what Margot can do, and yeah, Hunter Renfro. I don't understand why that guy hasn't been up either. I thought when they traded Matt Kemp, we'd see him. I, I don't need to see Patrick Kivlahan if I'm a Padres fan. I know what Patrick Kivlahan is, and he's he's not going to be leading the San Diego to the playoffs in future years. But the other guy I'll just bring up, he's been up already, is Lucas Giolito, the, the best pitching prospect in baseball. And you know, one, I mean, they do have a couple injured starters right now, in, in Strasburg and Joe Ross, and. You know, they have Ronaldo Lopez, who's got a power arm in his own right, and AJ Cole in the rotation as of now. Uh, but you know, even if you don't want to use Giolito in the rotation, and I don't know why you would necessarily not want to, uh, you know, given his stuff, and he's pitched very well in Triple A after a slow start to the season. You know, I think this guy could could fill the same kind of role that Alex Reyes is doing for the Cardinals right now. You know, use him. You know, maybe you don't want to pitch him, have him pitch a innings this year, but but why not use him as a bullpen weapon? That. That Nationals bullpen is, is is very up and down. I mean, you have some guys having good years, and then you have some guys having rough years. And I think he could definitely contribute in that bullpen. And you know, I'm not saying you know you know we'll run him out there with, with disregard for the future. But I mean, this is an organization that got too cute a few years ago. With Steven Strasburg, and you know, I, you know, we're 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 playing for the long term here. That's nice, but you know, you can't assume that you're going to be in the playoffs every year. I think that was kind of the assumption with Strasburg is, hey, we've got a team to be built to be in the playoffs every year, and then and they didn't go back. Um, so I would, have, at the very least, if Lito's not going to get a look in the rotation when you have some guys hurt, I would use him in the bullpen in September, October, and let him, you know, add a lift.
1: I was to your problem. club.
0: Yeah, I just want to chime in here. It's interesting that he started uh, on Tuesday and only went one inning, and they and they took him out uh, because they wanted him to be an option to start on Saturday, uh, which would be Strasburg's next turn. Um, So they still have that in mind. So I don't think it would be shocking if he does get called up and they you know they they give him that start and. You know, if, uh, if it's going to be an extended amount of time, then, you know, he, he, he hasn't really been able to show what he can do to, in his three big league starts, a small sample size. But um, he has thrown very well as, over his last couple starts in particular in AAA. Uh, so he could be a guy who could have a very large impact for a playoff team in that final month.
1: I was in Baltimore the last two nights, guys, uh, for Cole on Monday and Lopez on Tuesday, and it was interesting because talking to people before the series started, the thought was, well, hopefully Cole can get them through four or five innings here in Baltimore against that Orioles lineup. He ended up being great. Looked like second time through the lineup. They were starting to figure him out, but then he settled back in. He ended up going seven innings. But then Lopez, who had been great the last couple starts, really ran into some trouble on Tuesday night. So I think you have all these good young starters for the Nationals, but none of them have truly proven themselves yet. So Lucas G. Lito, hey, give the guy another chance. We'll certainly see. All right, I'm going to give you guys each one more guy to pick here. Jonathan, you're up.
0: Well, uh, hmm, do I want to be the homer? Yeah, I'll yeah. be the homer. I'll yeah, go with do. Tyler Glass now. Um, and uh, he's another one that I I would love to see in that – we're everything the Alex Reyes kind of role, but you know, that's that kind of impact now because he is on the deal with a shoulder issue that, you know, even further decreases the likelihood of that happening. I don't know if the pirates would have done that anyway. Uh, they tend to be like, this is his role. He's a starter. They want it to develop as a starter. I think it's more likely that he's going to finish the year in triple a, and that might be it unless there's a need in the rotation uh here in pittsburgh in the final month of this season and and there may not be so we may not see him uh but he would be a guy that if you put him in the bullpen you know he wouldn't be able to pitch on back-to-back days and things of that nature but he could come in for an inning or two he'd probably hit triple digits and, and things of that nature because the stuff is so good it would it would play up in a bullpen uh, so that's a wish list kind of thing uh but i don't think it's going to happen we're more likely going to see him compete for a rotation spot next year
1: and one more for you jim
2: well, I guess I would qualify this one as a guy I'll be interested to see how he does, but uh, I would not call him up, although I think he is going to get called up. And it, it seems like the Braves are, are gearing up to call Ozzie Albies up in September to team him with Dansby Swanson. That's the double play combination of the future. But, again, I mean, this guy doesn't have to be on the 40-man roster. I, I would not care about the fact, hey, we're opening a new ballpark. we got we got to show fans hope for the future. I think he'd be better off, again, delay his free agency and call him up later. But assuming he is called up, looking forward to seeing how he's going to do. You know, a, you know, well above average runner, you know, very good defender at second base, you know, takes for a lot of average, type of guy who can be a catalyst to top the order. Would only be 19 years old if he gets the call in September. And, and while, again, I would not advocate calling him up, I have a feeling we're going to see him. And I'm looking forward, to, if we do, to, to see how he does.
1: All right, there's the wish list. Uh, Hopefully we see a bunch of those guys, and hopefully they can contribute to their teams as we get into September and get into the stretch run. That's going to do it for another Pipeline podcast for Jonathan Mayo and Jim Callis of MLBPipeline.com. I'm Tim McMaster. Tune in again next week.